0: Reset Rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. Coming to you every day.
1: Welcome back. To the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. And we are at Pikes today for uh, the final edition of Cosmic Pineapple. And um, I'm very excited to introduce you to today's guest. I've just come out of an ecstatic breath work and feeling pretty ecstatic. <laughs> it's Rob DeBank.
0: Hey, how are you doing?
1: I'm very good. Um, what got you into breathwork from curating festivals and organising the very last free parties that Abitha ever saw? How have you come on this healing journey?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that was always there in the background, even when um, even when we were doing the parties out here. Uh, I, I learned to meditate when I was about 20, and I'm now the ripe old age of 50, so uh, um, yeah, I've been you know that's been kind of going alongside everything I've been doing so this mad life of sort of hedonism and uh, festivals and everything but also maybe some inner, inner journey going on alongside that.
1: I think meditation is important because we're just about to meditate out the sound of a jet wash in the background um, so you know that's, that's a sign of a good meditation when you can just completely ignore these sounds
0: noise is never an obstacle to meditation as my as my teacher told me and I tell my students so yeah i mean it is you know really is true that um you know we've had to learn to meditate in any conditions so um i've meditated in nightclub toilets or meadows full of nature and wildlife mosquitoes flies and everything so yeah it's a good uh, it's a good talent to have
1: it is definitely I mean tell us about those free parties like what were they actually like back in the day because obviously you know we're seeing such a different scene here these days you know you can't even have a a nightclub without a roof on it
0: yeah I'm so I was so lucky and so blessed to be able to do those because it didn't feel that um sort of pioneering or groundbreaking at the time and then every year that went past people would be like those were the last free parties that ever happened and you know, you you did the last free party on Benaras, and you did uh, the last free party in Solden Sara, and um, and yeah, you know, I mean, I used to DJ at Space with the with the roof off, and you know, with no with no roof on it, and planes flying overhead, and everyone cheering as the planes flew over, which sounds kind of a bit <laughs> childish now, but it was it was a wonderful time in it in Ibiza's history, and then maybe it was it was sort of coinciding with super clubs coming, and I and I'm not stood here thinking Ibiza's become any any worse for that. It's just it's just changed like the world has but um yeah they were they were amazing parties you know really free-spirited Sophie who sort of was the Ibiza handler for that she had to do a lot of juggling she had to do a lot of I wouldn't say bribery and corruption but she definitely had to twist some arms and do, get some favours in and you know we were constantly worried that the police were going to turn up which they which they often did and sometimes they went away and sometimes they closed us down but yeah I mean we, we held some some epic parties and it was you know 2003-2004 so it's like Milo and Groove Armada and Zero 07 and pete tong doing a 45 um soul set and yeah it was it was really great
1: i was just interviewing andy the other night actually andy cater about farming for my other podcast and we were just having this big long conversation about soil and regeneration so how times have changed for us all when one hits 50 (laughs) he's just turned 50 as well
0: it is i love the middle-aged um soil regenerative soil chat with andy and uh, yeah we're, (laughs) we're at our festival then we're we're talking to them about maybe um, coming in and doing some chats to kids about how you can use the soil in a different way than we are, so yeah
1: beautiful I think that 's yeah a, a very important part of obviously maybe camp festival, I think you know the closer people are in general to the soil, the more kind of healing the planet is going to receive and you know <laughs> the fact that he 's actually got his um, flower into greg 's now is just like quite Has quite really? interesting
0: wow that's that 's incredible i, d- I didn 't know that, but yeah, I knew that he was um, yeah he's been on a on a crazy journey as well
1: I, I hope you don't mind me asking but i saw that you had peace pilgrim on the back of your t-shirt today and, I, and as a festival owner i'm slightly intrigued as to your kind of initial reaction as to this week's events in israel
0: yeah i mean i i sort of always make a bit of a probably years of bbc training of, of not um you know not, not necessarily not taking sides but I, I find it quite hard to comment publicly on on um on these these things because so many people are commenting and it's just it sort of seems to just get out of control but um, yeah I mean obviously to- totally shocked and I'll be, I'll be honest I don't actually watch the news or listen to the news not not in an irresponsible way but I, I just find that I function better without it but I obviously have tuned into that and it's um, yeah very shocking and I hope it does resolve itself in some way but obviously this is a very very old conflict that um could could carry on for a long time sadly
1: no for sure i just think like the whole dance music industry is just in utter utter shock this week what have you like you've been here on holiday this week you say and you you obviously you know one of those places that you're obviously drawn back to for various reasons like what is it that keeps you coming back to the island
0: yeah i'll be honest i haven't been for well three or four years now which seems like a long time but i'm really pleased to see that the island hasn't so you know i keep hearing from you know in england oh it's just been overtaken by oligarchs or multi-millionaires and there's nothing still there but actually we've just been in the sort of deep south calavidea through to um and calador uh through to um through to portanac stayed in that los enamorados which is absolutely beautiful i didn't get a free room so i'm not giving it a plug but i'm i just think it's a fantastic and josie is an artist and she was in heaven with the amount of creativity in there and, and just a beautiful, um, beautiful place. And then discovering places like Kala-Zaraka? Ka- Ka- Zakara- Sharaka, which I've never been to. And, you know, I've been coming here for 25, 30 years. And so that was really great to discover new places. And, um, yeah, I love that about Ibiza, that you, you can be coming here for three decades and still, still find little hidden treasures.
1: I mean, would you say sort of like you felt in the class like you know the island still attracts the same kinds of people that you know make that little pilgrimage over to the Isle of Wight every year
0: uh, on the Isle of Wight or, or here
1: the White Isle and the Isle of Wight are there oh, a few yeah, similarities yeah.
0: Uh, well there's a burgeoning wellness scene on the uh, Isle of Wight um, which obviously has got a real you know hit some hippie roots the same as beef has got hippie roots um, and and you know festivals and um, yeah, so I, I think uh, yeah we're seeing a bit of an explosion of that on the Isle of Wight. Obviously, Ibiza is far ahead on on that front with so many great retreats and practitioners living here. You know, some people almost, and I'm not saying this, but you know, complaining of retreat fatigue maybe. And I say this as a person who's about to launch a retreat in Ibiza, so um, I, I sort of maybe I'm joining that joining that club. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah you can you can never get enough. You can never get enough um you know wellness and retreats so yeah it's good
1: i think as an offset to yeah the the very nature of the music industry that's kind of a good path to go down and obviously provides longevity i would imagine in in the kind of work that you do do because there's just endless late nights traveling and obviously a little bit of partying thrown in
0: yeah i mean luckily i i didn't bow out but i changed direction quite a long time ago so i i dj actually very rarely and for me 11 p.m is a, is a late set time so tonight I'm playing 11 to 1 I'm like whoa that's late so you know I, I mean gone are the days of being told you're playing at 4 a.m in in a in some nightclub in in Ibiza it's it's very much uh, early doors for me these days you know I'm a father of four and uh and, and my, well my whole life revolves around a different um time schedule now so that sounds really middle-aged and boring but, but I, I, I think you can still live that in Ibiza and actually I've seen that you know over the last few days that you can yeah you discover a whole new Ibiza if, you, if, you, if you're actually awake at, at certain times of the day.
1: I mean going from middle-aged and, and being boring to, to talking about that one all-nighter that you had with Sean Ryder and Best from the Happy Mondays that sounded like a good story when I saw it earlier.
0: Yeah, certain parts of it can't be um, broadcast. I mean, it, it was amazing. I I I don't regret any of those um, times, but I was the club's editor for a music magazine, so I was a music journalist. And Which I was, one? Uh, well, it was called Music M U Z I K. It was like it was like mix mag of music with a big sort of rivals, and and it was obviously before. The internet and before social media so people used to get their news about what was going on in ibiza and in clubland from from magazines and that was my my job to come out here for six weeks of the year and and um write about what the big things were and along the way completely (laughs) ruined myself so yeah it it was sort of a it was a double-edged sword it was the best of times and the worst of times and i i had to relearn how to um live in it you know sort of work in ibiza after that. But yeah, it was, it was you know, the Manumission Motel, um, Derek Delarge, uh, Sean Ryder and Bez, Happy Mondays Live at Privilege, I think, um, you know, <laughs> I en- think. endless late nights, <laughs> I think, yeah, could have been anywhere.
1: <laughs> I just, I find that, yeah, I mean, it's just so nice to hear, like, obviously, you know, that was around the time of the birth of the Super Club with, like, Manumission, as you said, and, and obviously we're here standing in Pikes, which is obviously the baby or well obviously tony pike but also dawn and andy and i feel like you know there's just been such so much evolution on the island and like what's your kind of feeling being back on the island this time about kind of everything that you've seen and witnessed i
0: mean lovely i've yeah i've been to obviously pikes a load of times the first time i came was as that journalist to interview tony pikes when he was still happily uh, um, alive and and so i remember standing on the tennis court with tony kind of talking about freddie mercury and that that whole heritage and now, you know, through what Dawn and Andy have done with Manumission and Ibiza Rocks and, and this this place, you know, I was a resident in Ibiza Rocks for a while, I used to cover Manumission as a journalist, I've watched the whole thing unfold, you know, unfold with that story, so um, yeah, I suddenly feel quite old thinking about all those memories, but, um, but yeah, like I say, really um, buoyed and uh, happy that Ibiza still seems to have that spirit and even from the few days that I've spent this time just seeing everyone and feeling that energy. As soon as I, we got to um, near Esvedra and just I felt this massive magnetic draw and I know that's a bit of a cliche and it's, it's not really a giant magnet but I really did feel that and um, yeah, so, so, it's just full of so many amazing places. Mm.
1: No, I completely agree. I think like lastly, um, what was the, the major highlight of your, your summer this year as a curator? Was there any, any kind of particular musical act that you've witnessed or booked that you're just like, that was... Mm. Yeah, the highlight.
0: Um, Yeah, Grace Jones uh, at Camp Festival Dorset. So, yeah, we've got two Camp festivals in the UK now. And um, so, yeah, when when I book that, I have to obviously think largely about our audience, you know, and that's um, a very, very varied audience from two-year-olds to 92-year-olds. And so Grace Jones was a bit of a, a little bit of a curveball maybe for some. But it was one of the best shows I've seen for... For years and probably since she last played um you know i think she's 70 odd and just totally nailed it and just inventive artistic creative sounded absolutely you know tone perfect yeah
1: I think, uh, yeah i saw her at the wilderness like maybe four or five years ago and she was just yeah i mean she just looks incredible as well she defies gravity in her old age
0: yeah yeah she's she's an absolute uh what's it force of nature yeah force of nature
1: So you're about to play a poolside set before your other set in the bathtub later. I mean, what is it about Pikes that kind of, you know, keeps that Ibiza spirit kind of, you know, going all these years later?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, it must have that. um, Obviously, people can look at Wham! Club Tropicana and and the whole Tony Pike story. And so it's got that heritage, that history, which so much stuff in Ibiza has got. Um, Obviously, some of it much more traditional and, and some of it is western sort of stuff coming over here um but yes yeah, it's, it's a rock and roll slight you know debauched slightly messy hotel with this lovely sort of hippie angle to it as well so um i think you can come here for lots of different reasons and yeah probably never leave the same
1: <laughs> definitely not i can vouch for that i think that's a uh, uns- sadly time up i know you've got to get back to the pool but thank you so so much for making the time <laughs> thanks very much jo.